What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. This would be the fifth episode of Spiritual Warfare. I say fifth because at first it was only supposed to be the fourth, but that uh, that last episode ended up, instead of being one part, it ended up being two parts, so here we go. And the topic of today is lust, and it's called the lust attack. And I'm going to give you a definition, and then we'll move forward. The definition says lust is intense or unrestrained sexual craving or an overwhelming desire or craving. And in biblical terms, that's saying the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. So what we're going to do is we're going to break this into two different parts. And uh, again, this is called the lust attack, and this will be part one. And in this one, we're going to talk about the lust of the flesh. And then the next episode, we'll talk about the lust of the eyes. And so remember that definition. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably hit that up again so you'll know. But uh, let's get into it. So I have a Bible verse in Revelations, Revelations 2.20, excuse me. And it says, but I have this complaint against you. You are permitting that woman, that Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet, to lead my servants astray. She teaches them to commit sexual sin and to eat the food offered by idols. So I guess to give you a little, just a little backstory on what it is, the spirit of Jezebel. And that is uh, from a story and that's from the book of Kings, the first Kings, excuse me. And uh, basically Jezebel talked the king of Israel to not Ahab, excuse me, to uh, abandon his worship of God, Yeshua, God, or uh, and then to uh, worship the gods of Baal. And um, she was really into the Baal worship so much so that they persecuted um, the prophets of God and uh, the prophet, you know, people who follow God and uh, anyway I'll just keep going with that so I just I wanted to have that little that little uh, backstory I didn't want to go too deep into it I mean you can read read first Kings Uh, she had she had a run-in with a few with a with a couple prophets Um, the spirit behind it though and the spirit of Jezebel is I believe when you uh this is my belief. I can't confirm nor deny this, but when you hear about in Proverbs, when uh, when Solomon is talking about the that evil, when he refers to the woman that you need to get away from, I believe that is what I believe that is a piece of what he's saying. That spirit, that the spirit of Jezebel, and basically, it's just about lust. It's the spirit that has us lusting. Both the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh, but for the purpose of what we're talking about, the lust of the flesh, that um, promiscuity, that sexual sin. That's why I read that first that verse in, in um, Revelation 2.20. And it says that she teaches to commit sexual sin and to eat food offered to the idols. So that's why, again, that's talking about the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. But let's focus on the lust of the flesh part. The spirit of Jezebel is strong in our society right now. And I, I, I emphasize that because the spirit of Jezebel was also rampant 
during times like Sodom and Gomorrah and, you know, and when the the uh, the flood, a strong part of why uh, God brought in the floods and started over again. And this spirit, it, it, you know, it, it, there's a lot of what's going on today that is reminiscent of the times of Sodom and Gomorrah. And people are just very desensitized to sex and to sexual immorality. And I mean, from the time that I've grown up going to school to the time I've got to the age of working in schools, you can see it, a drastic shift. When I was in high school, girls couldn't wear the same clothing that they wear. Now that I'm working in a high school 20 years later, they get away with pretty much whatever they want. You see, back then, girls couldn't wear spaghetti straps. And, you know, the shorts had to be a certain length and they couldn't show their their, their stomach. Nowadays, that doesn't matter at all. They can wear, I mean, they got, there's nothing left to the imagination, let's just say that. And it's gotten worse. I've been working in the school system for the last 10 years. And it's gotten worse. Well, I guess since you, if you count coaching, it'd be the last 13 years. And it's gotten worse, gotten worse as the progression goes on. And I'm not saying this just to pick on women. I'm just saying this is a, this is a visual aspect of it that you can see. And it is run rampant in our society to where it is sought after. It's not, you know, it's the new fads seem to show less and less clothing. And it is more and more appealing to these young women to wear that. And that that is that spirit of Jezebel taking effect in our society. And that spirit of Jezebel tricks, misleads feeds into the lust aspects of our lives and we 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 buy into it. I mean, if you think about it, like again, to to counter a different time, there was a time where on regular TV you the, the most you might have seen was a, a kiss. Now you all but see you know, it's going down on, on, on regular TV. This isn't talking about cable or pay-per-view. This is talking about regular TV. That they're they're showing that people are in these sexual acts. And it feeds. It feeds onto our society. If we are not paying attention... We could get sucked in. We have been sucked in and we just downplay it. And I believe the reason why it's changed so much <clears throat> to where you see this on television, you see this in, in, you know, in movies that are quote unquote PG 13, but it's way more graphic with the, with the sexuality. It's an, it's another way of desensitizing so that we let our guard down to it. So that we're not protecting ourselves from it. And it's a trap that, you know, it's a trap that can lead to a very destructive path in our lives. I say this from experience. 
my past, I fell heavily into that Jezebel spirit. And I was really influenced by the lust of the flesh. And I, I got caught into the lure of pornography and fornication. And it, it, it was a drive. I mean, it's, it's addicting. It's like a drug. It was, it was very addicting. You get a piece, you get a taste for it. And then you want more, and then you want more, and then you want more. And then you're watching this, and you're paying attention to this, and you're listening to this. And you have people that you hang around saying this, and it all spirals, and it all spirals. And like in my case, I had a, I grew up around adultery and fornication. I I was exposed to pornography at a young age. Um, The music I listened to was telling me that in order to be a man, I needed to conquer every woman that I came in contact with. Now, people hearing this, I want to say this. This is not to blame anything. This is just to say that this is what I was taking in. This is what I was taking in. And if I'm taking this in, <clears throat> you know, the 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 gate, our eyes and ears are the gateway to our soul. And if this is where we're looking, this is what we're taking in. So I got addicted to to that that lifestyle and um and it, it kind of sucked me in so that spirit of jazabel is a drug that we've got to be on guard with and if we're not focusing on our word that's exactly what's going to happen we're going to focus on that instead of on christ now that's not to my purpose behind this is not to judge condemn anybody for a lifestyle it's just to point out that it's a trap and it's a trap that can easily hold us in and because we are addicted to the the feeling of sexual immorality it creates a monster basically and trying to get that feeling, trying to get that feeling, trying to get that feeling. And it, I mean, we could talk about all the things that have happened that are destructive from that. I mean, because of sexual immorality, we have a high rate of STDs, you know, HIV, you know, you get all of that. We, we see that. And because of sexual immorality, we have high rates of single parent homes because people are just coming together just for the sake of a feeling, a sexual feeling. And they have no tie to each other. So they dip, you know, something happens and, and they split, whether it be the man just breaks out on on the woman or vice versa. Or maybe they try, but because they came together because of a sexual feeling, there were no other connections there. They split apart. That is the dangers of succumbing to that lustful feeling, that lustful mentality. And again, working in the school systems, I see it so much. And I talk to these kids and I'm like, hey, y'all gotta, 
I got to slow your roll. You know, I don't I don't come preaching. Jesus hates that. Jesus, you know, I don't come preaching that. But I'm like, hey, guys, y'all got to you got to be mindful of what you're doing because you don't want to be that statistic. You don't want to be the one that was, oh, well, I had a baby at 15 and it didn't work and dude dipped out. Or you don't want to be the one that's saying, well, I now have whatever disease you add on. And because I, I, I succumb to my lustful urges. So that's really my focal point in pointing out the lust of the flesh, not to sit here and judge and condemn, but to give you some some more wisdom about it to process. And I also want to point out that Andy Menio says this in one of his songs. He says it takes a moment to make memories, a lifetime to forget them. You got to be careful who you give. when you When you have sexual relations with people you give them a piece of you you got to be mindful who you give who you give that to because that's a strong bond and that's a strong bond and it's a hard one to break so you, that's why we're supposed to give that to our spouse that is why God says that we should not have premarital sex because that is supposed to be a bond that is with your spouse that way you don't have to try to break the bond with whomever from the past. And the enemy loves using the past. He will come back on you and, and try to get you to remember what you did, what you, you know, this and that. And so <clears throat> the spiritual warfare aspect of it is you make you you take this time to do this and you got to move forward. And the enemy knows, well, this is an area where I've got said person before so I'm gonna hit him again and it's like oh remember this and it's like oh yeah and then you know it, it just takes a thought for you to marinate on the thought you think oh yeah I remember that and you sit there and you stew on and you're like yeah yeah and the more you meditate on that the higher the chances are of something coming down I mean that's why the Bible tells us to meditate on the word so that we're meditating on what God says so that becomes a, a, a way of life, a lifestyle. If you meditate on what you did in the past for the sake of what our topic, sexual, sexual lust, and you sitting there thinking about what you did back then, you process that, you meditate on that, you're doomed to put yourself in a situation like that again. So be careful who you give yourself to because that could come back and create havoc for your life. And, you know, and it's, it's, I hate to say it, but it, it's just not a good place to put yourself if you, once you get to a place of trying to change your life, because you, you got to mentally try to undo everything that you've placed in together to where it's not okay. I'll use myself. There was a point where I thought it was okay to objectify women. And then you come to Christ and you got to wash all of that out and you got to rewrite everything that was in there, which thank God for God's grace. He says that those who come to Christ are a new creation. Praise God for that. That's that's our spirit. But our souls aren't just washed away of that. 
and your mind, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotion. And your soul will sit there and just marinate on some stuff if you don't pay attention. So you've got to train yourself to undo all of this stinking thinking, as they call it, and move forward. And it's not an easy thing, and it can be a long process. So, again, be careful who you give yourself to. And I want to say this on the positive side of what we're talking about. And this says, this is 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 19 through 20. And it says, do you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who gives, who lives in you and has given you, given to you by God, excuse me. You do not belong to yourselves for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Again, if you are succumbing to sexual promiscuity, sexual immorality, you are sinning. This is the one sin that we sin against our own self. You are breaking yourself down. You are hurting yourself alone. Well, you I shouldn't say alone, but this is the one sin where you are hurting you. And for the reasons stated before, whether it be split families, whether it be you know, STDs, you know, whatever the case may be. So we got to be mindful that we got to, we got to, we got to try to strive. We got to strive for better in our lives and, and, um, everything that we're doing. We got to honor our body, especially, I mean, especially those of us that are Christian. We have the Holy Spirit in our body living with us, moving us and we're just treating it like, like it doesn't matter when we're doing that. And God is saying, hey, I love you. I I came to give you better than that. Have, think higher of yourself. And I want to say this, this, I usually say this towards young women, but this goes to young men as well. Think higher of yourself. I will say this towards the, to the young ladies because I see this a lot. You are so much more than some guy's one night stand. You are so much more than that. God has created you to be so much more than that. You are a beautiful young woman of God. God loves you. God has the perfect person for you. The perfect dude is there. And you can give yourself to him. And there's not going to be the repercussions of all the stuff that I've been talking about. And to the fellas, trying to be the man is going to get you killed eventually, whether it be because you you get HIV and die, whether it be because you mess around with the wrong, the wrong dude's girl, and you know, and, and it gets you caught up in drama. Just you're so much more than that, fellas. A real man is a man who takes care of his wife and his kids, not a man who has multiple women. Any boy can have sex. It takes a man to raise a family. So I hope anybody under the sound of my voice hears that. Men, time to man up and be men of God and not boys trying to live out fantasies from old hip-hop songs or porn or any of that let's man up let's be men and take care of our families women get you a man 
that's going to be there for you and your family. Not some boy who's just going to treat you like you're some sort of sex toy. So, with that being said, let me go ahead and close this out. I, uh, again, this is the first part of the lust attack. And this is about the lust of the flesh. The next part is going to be about the lust of the eyes. And I'll give you the definition again next episode. And again, point out that the lust of eyes is, this is not just a, a sex thing. The word lust, as I read, is not just about sex. Just this episode was focusing on that. The other one, the next episode will give you more clarity on what I mean when we're talking about lust and other aspects. So I pray that this blessed you. I love y'all. God bless.